Hey now, we're doing it live. You're listening to the Julio from New York Show 2.0, episode 129, My Corona. Recorded live on Thursday, March 19, 2020. This here is my audio diaries where I rant, I rave, I reminisce, and I spew whatever is on my mind. Today's episode will be a lot about, as the title suggests, about COVID-19, how it's affecting me personally, and how it's affecting uh, everyone else in the news chunk, and a little small thing on the entertainment chunk as well. Uh, But it should probably be a short episode as I am under the weather of New York City. So we'll see uh, how quickly we get this thing on and up and running and posted. And welcome back to the show. Once again, I'm your host, Julio from New York. It's episode 129. I, uh, I don't know if you can hear it in my voice, but I'm a little nasally. I am under the weather. I have a cold or throat infection, one or the other. Uh, it's been pretty steady in terms of the mild discomfort. I try not to talk too much if I can avoid it, but I, ne- I needed to get an episode out because, uh, you know, I care about you guys. This is also a very therapeutic endeavor for me. It's a hobby of mine. I like to use my microphones. And so, of course, I'm using the Hale PR40 today because it's all metal, so it's easier to disinfect versus the Shure, which uses a fabric windscreen on it, and that'd probably be harder to kill any germs on it. So, I'm, you know, I'm trying to minimize all that stuff, social distancing and all that jazz that uh, the CDC and World Health Organization is recommending that we all do. So all you guys out there, all you guys and gals, definitely stay safe. If you can avoid going outside, definitely do. Unfortunately, I'm still making some trips here and there because, of course, I'm still looking for a place to call my new home. It's unfortunate, uh, especially with the illness that I currently have on me affecting my immunity system and, of course, this whole corona situation. It's just making things a lot... It's making it intolerable, to say the least. It's very... It's very inconvenient. Definitely, I'm not exercising anymore, uh, other than the little walking around that I'm doing with the apartment hunting and just taking little walks around the area. That's essentially all I've been doing because I'm sick. (laughs) So I have to avoid stressing my body too much if I want to get better, especially because I'm off work for two weeks and then I'm expected to be back and well at least that's the plan they don't know yet but if uh, we are coming back in two weeks I I need to be in the best shape I can be and so I need to keep myself hydrated and uh, isolated from everything else (laughs) so let's see the original situation the original apartment we were looking at was this one bedroom uh, that was really close to my current place of uh, work, but the it was really like I think I mentioned it previously that it's a it was actually a modified studio that they were selling it as a one bedroom, that was the sales pitch. But it was really a studio that they added a wall in the middle of the apartment so that way the apart the bathroom is actually in the one bedroom quote unquote section. 
And up until today, the best that we have seen is a uh, is a studio apartment in Queens in the Woodside area that's uh, for you know $1,400, $1,450 to be exact, uh, which seemed to be the best of all the contenders. Until today, we, we just saw a uh, one, ba- uh, one bedroom, a, an actual one bedroom apartment. It's very spacious. The one bedroom is, on me, is pretty nice looking, but it is, at the, it is past my ceiling point of what I can afford. It's at 1,700 more or less. Then you also have to pay for gas and utility and electricity separate, not to mention uh, internet if I wanna pay for internet. So I would have to really scrape by to afford that one. But for convenience of privacy, having my own room or having, or my mom having her own room, you know, you know to have that separation uh, from each other, because, you know, to be in, in each other's space all the time, 24-7 would become unbearable. I mean, we're both adults. We both want our privacy. And so the one bedroom situation is really what we want more than anything. However, that price point is a risk for me financially. But uh, that's the apartment my mom definitely likes the most after the the studio that I mentioned. So we're going to uh, apply for it and see what will come of it. If we get it, that'd be that'd be the perfect situation in terms of commuting. It's it's a little further than the the studio, but it you know it's doable and um, and we have and it's it's a one bedroom, so we have that. You know, we're not we're not always in each other's space, so that that's definitely something good to have in a uh, living situation. Anyways, unless of course you're a couple, then a studio is fine. But me, me and my mom are not. That's that's not a situation <laughs> that uh, we're even thinking about. Why? Why? That's crazy. Why did you, Why did you even bring it up? Shame on you. Anyways, as I mentioned, my door my my job closed its doors, so I'm currently not working. I'm getting paid to not work. So at least I have that going for me. There's a lot of other people work-wise that are not getting paid as uh, this COVID-19 is shutting down a lot of businesses, which is unfortunate for them. I unfortunately, I, I fortunately am lucky that I, that's not the case for me, but I'm definitely feeling uh, for all the other ones that do not have the same fortunate situation because it's you know it sucks uh, this is not a good time to be unemployed and I'll, I'll get more into that in the news chunk uh let's see um bernie of course lost the last primary which shouldn't even be happening it's criminal in this wake of this pandemic where people are advising not to be in crowds of more than 10 we're still having the primaries where people are going to be in lines of hundreds and the risk of it, of spreading the coronavirus is higher, especially for older people. And older people are the most likely to vote and they're the highest at risk to uh, die of this disease. But they just want to try to get Biden elected as, qu- as quickly as possible and shut down the primary and force Bernie to quit. So uh, it's it's looking like Biden is going to be the the nominee for the Democratic Party. I am very unhappy about it. There's nothing I can do about it, of course. And um, I probably will not vote for the president this coming election. I will vote in the other categories that uh, will mean more to me. And uh, yeah, I am. Uh, I'm kind of uh, 
despondent about that. Being sick doesn't add to my mental <laughs> state of mind. But um, let's see. Uh, I was in a Bernie Sanders uh, WhatsApp group uh, all this time since uh, the, the rally and stuff. I, I've finally left it because I, I'm, I don't necessarily believe in the misery loves company philosophy. I'd rather deal with my misery on my own and not afflict others with it. I definitely deleted Twitter from my phone. So, I mean, I'll still go on it on Safari, but, but by not having it on my phone, it's not as readily available. So that definitely is giving me some social network distancing <laughs> in, uh, in lieu of uh, all the social distancing that we're being told to do. Getting some distance from Twitter is definitely helping me a little better uh, men mentally. And um, yeah, that, that seems to be all that's going on with myself. So let's get on with the rest of the show. Let's start with the news. Okay, back on... With the news chunk, so as I was mentioning, New York has done has gone under some changes. Uh, number one, New York City has closed all public schools, bars, uh, restaurants for the most part are closed, but they are offering delivery options. So you can order from a restaurant, the ones that are still available, and uh, get the food sent to you. Um, but for the most part, they're all shut down. Also... Andrew Cuomo, the governor, has um, mentioned that, uh, and th this number has probably changed since yesterday, but we, the state of New York, now has the most cases of, most discovered cases of COVID-19, coronavirus, at 2,382. 1,008 of them alone are in New York City, so that's pretty incredible since this has started only three weeks ago, and that's where we are. As New York City closed a lot of public schools and bars and restaurants are only allowed to do delivery, restaurants are laying people off. So there's a lot of servers and waiters and waitresses and what have you that are out of a job and they're going to have to seek unemployment. I believe Como also has waived the, the, the week processing to claim your unemployment because usually when you file for employment the first week you have to, you don't get anything and then you get paid something the second week well he has waived that in because this is a it's a this is a this is not the norm this is a, a pandemic it's a crisis and people need money to survive because we live in a capitalistic society we don't get much of anything to uh, sustain ourselves you have to pay your rent you have to pay your credit cards and your bills and all that jazz so yeah, life is uh, life is going to be very grim and my, uh, dystopic. So, at the very least, um, let you know allow people who've paid their taxes all this time until now that they're out of work have the ability to collect unemployment and get some kind of uh, money their way. Speaking of which, Trump has, um, which is amazing, 
but he uh He's going to have the Department of Housing and Urban Development suspend on foreclosures and evictions until the end of April. So there's that grace period where people don't have to worry about being kicked out of their houses or their apartments because they can't pay the rent or pay their mortgage because, you know, people are out of work right now or they're not able to work and they're not getting the money that their gig economy job would allow them to make in this Normal in this case, uh, normally, but in, in the current situation, they cannot because they have to stay home. So there's that. All, on top of that, Trump is also seeking from Congress a $500 billion um, bailout to help uh, small businesses to meet payroll. And uh, there's going to be some kind of a check coming to most people. I think it's going to be $1,000. That's the, uh, the number I'm hearing floating around. It's not enough. It's something. It's better than nothing. But it's funny, it's interesting that a Republican president and Trump, of all people, are thinking of these socialistic policies to help in the, in lieu of this uh, epidemic that we're, well, this pandemic that we're all suffering, which uh, you, would expect, you, would, you would expect that from the Democratic Party. And in reality, they're... They're they're putting their, their feet are in the sand. They're like holding back. They they want to, what's the word? I forgot the phrasing, but it, not market testing. But but they want yeah. I think market testing was what they want to do, which is ridiculous. How can you think of, uh, well let's you know let's talk about it before we enact anything while people are dying. And Trump is actually doing what the Democrats should be doing. The Democrats should be doing, and they're not. So that's crazy. On top of that. As I mentioned, the DNC is still going on with the primaries, regardless of people's well-being and the risk that you're putting the, your constituents through to wait in these lines, in these enclosed places, with, with gatherings, uh, and giving them a higher chance of exposure to COVID-19, especially the elderly, because they're the ones who vote the most, just so you can get your candidate elected as fast as possible and if because you know if uh what's his name bernie sanders was in the lead we would definitely be postponing all of this uh all of these primaries to to kill his momentum and try to find a way to uh change the story the narrative and people and get people to think differently about bernie sanders but right now everyone believes because of all those endorsements from those faux progressives People are are voting Biden right now, and so they wanna they wanna nip this uh, primary in the bud, get f- force Bernie to to drop out, and uh, have uh, business as usual. And so, uh, yeah, depressing thing, depressing times, dark times are on the horizon. Anyway, that's it for news chunk. Let's get on with something else. Okay, so there's not really all that much to say regarding uh, entertainment. I haven't been watching anything new. I've been, in fact, watching older stuff, things that I'm nostalgic for. So what am I watching? I am, of course, watching Farscape. I'm rewatching it. I'm on season three right now. It's my favorite American sci-fi show of all time. 
I will be going back and forth with that and Doctor Who because I'm also a fan of Doctor Who. That's my second. Well, that's my number one favorite British sci-fi show of all time. <laughs> so those are my two favorites. And um, I don't, I love Twilight Zone, but I don't really consider that strictly sci-fi because it does other, there's other stories in there. But it's, that's definitely my favorite anthology series of all time. So those are my three top favorites of all time. And um, in terms of live action, because then there's, of course, animated stuff, which is a different thing. But what am I saying? So, yeah, I'm rewatching Farscape, reliving the moments that touch me the most. I'm being affected the same way. I've always been affected in these uh, touching moments, these moments of tragedy, moments of victory and so on, moments of humor. So definitely, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's uh, time-tested? No, it, 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 still, it still holds up more than most. It's very, it's timeless. It's, a great, it's the best sci-fi show ever made in America. I recommend, well, in, in, in uh, conglomeration with uh, Australia, of course, and Jim Henson. So I recommend everyone and anyone who's a fan of sci-fi to check out Farscape if you, if you ever get a chance, because it's definitely... One for the ages. And of course, I am, I'm getting back into manga. Since Twitter is no longer on my, uh, on my uh, phone, it's making me want to do other things. And so I'm reading this one manga anyway called Domestic Na Konoho. It's been one of my uh, ongoing slice of life mangas that I've been reading. I haven't read it in months, but uh, I'm getting back on it and I'm catching up to where I've uh, left off. And it's pretty emotional and tragic and heartfelt and everything that I look for in a good work of manga. And uh yeah, we're going to we're going to leave this show at uh 20 something minutes if anything cuz I I'm tired, I'm sick. I need to rest as much as possible and uh yeah, there's not much else to say. <laughs> if you have any questions, comments, what have you, you can always reach me at juliofromny at protonmail.com. You can go to my webpage, juliofromnewyorkshow.com. Go to the contact section there and fill out the form. And of course, I'm on Twitter, at juliofromny. So until next time, thank you for listening.